tell you one thing. If Pastor Adam's teaching you guys how not to boil a goat, you might want to come back next next week. I don't know. I'm helpful tempted to come back and see what he says about that. Um, but I'm thankful for getting a chance to be here. I mean, it's literally been years since I stood stood, stood up front here. Um, and a um, little bit more about what I how, where what my update's going to be. A little bit about how Maine is looking right now and then what the pandemic has done, but it's really a God-bragging session is what it is because we have not been able to sustain the, mo- the, the movement in the right direction without God's providence, um, to be sure. I've been on staff with FCA since I was a volunteer in 2013, came on staff full-time 2014, um, and when I started way back then, um, there was only three staff in Maine, and there was very little going on. And when we do have those slides, there we go. And um, the face of the ministry has changed so much. The mission of the ministry has changed so much. Kind of what Patrick already alluded to, What to give a brief summary of what FCA is about, it's about using sports to further the gospel. That's the summary. My job is to engage coaches and athletes where they are in life, equip them to be ministers where they are. Maybe they need to be introduced to Christ for the first time. Maybe they just need the right material to take and give to someone else. And then empower them to take that and move into discipleship where they can lead others. Go ahead to the next one. Um, what you're looking at right now is actually a list of the staff that is in Maine. Maine is one of the most well-staffed states in the entire Northeast region. The Northeast region is all of New England states, plus upstate New York as one entity, and New York City as another. We don't have a state director, so we kind of are trying to kind of make this happen by committee, and it's not been very easy. We have Southern Maine well-equipped. Well we have three staff in Southern Maine. We have myself and someone else in the Lewiston-Auburn, Central Maine area. I'm continuing to keep an eye on the coastal area because that's where I grew up. I grew up in Alna. We lived in Wiscasset and Bath, so that's kind of where my heart kind of is. And then we have some people up in the Orono region and in Waterville, but that's it. We have huge untapped areas where the gospel could be pronounced through FDA, but we just don't have the people or the resources to reach out to there. One of the, I would love to see a staff member here between Camden Hills, Madomic Valley, Searsport, Mount View, Belfast. We could have a staff member here to dig deep roots, to reach into the school system and be able to transform it from the inside by ministering to the people that really get the, really get the stage to do that, which is the coaches and the athletes. Sports is still the thing. Even when, that's, that's one of the things that, was, was most traumatic about this pandemic we've just, just gone through is that sports came to an end and it seemed like there was nothing to do. We were stuck at home with nothing to do. But sports can lead so, teach so much about life and it's such a great vehicle for the gospel. Um, go ahead to the next one. A few years ago, we're talking pre... Here's one of the terminologies. Pre-pandemic... We used to have 30 huddles across the state. A huddle is a student-led, student-initiated Bible study within the school walls. 
We had 30 across the state. We might have a handful that are meeting now. We used to have camps that reached hundreds every year from ages 8 to 18. Leadership camps, sport camps, you name it, all gospel-driven. But I think we had, we didn't have any, well, last year, last summer. This past summer we had a few, and the turnout was very minimal because there's rules we've got to follow now. Everything is so strict and so boiled down to what we can do. So when the pandemic kicked, what are we going to do with all that that we want to do? Are we going to close up shop or what? Go ahead to the next one. So like everything else, SDA went online. We've been online. We have a website. But now we're utilizing it to further the gospel mission through SDA that we wanted to. We came up with one thing called the core, which is eight essential things that a new Christian needs to grow in their faith. We created little booklets. We helped coaches and athletes use this material to help lead others into the gospel and help them walk closer with Christ. Go ahead to the next one. We even, gave, we even created what we call the four, which is an extremely simple gospel presentation. See those symbols up there? The heart means, I'm wearing it on my wrist right now. The heart means that God loves us. Then, God, then sin separates us from God. Christ redeems us. He rescues us. And then we have a choice to make. That's what the gospel is. That's very simple. But you can take that and you can teach it to people who've never heard it before and say, this is, I mean, the, the complexities of what Scripture tells us about what it means, we'll never fully understand. But the gospel is simple. It's this Christ bridged the gap between us and God. And we, get to, we got to utilize our innovation through this pandemic to do that. But it's much, much more than that that we've been able to do. Go ahead to the next one. Like everyone else, we started using Zoom. Uh, we, have, we have 50 staff members across the Northeast, and we love getting together. So we were using Zoom already by the time the pandemic hit. So what we did was we said, all these coaches and athletes that we've been wanting to reach out to, they've been too busy. they got sports going on. they got life going on. Every coach that you see on the screen is a mother or father, a spouse, they have a job or they have something else they're doing. They're, they are normal people, but they also have to coach. They also have students that they have to guide from here to there to make better athletes, to make better people. But when the pandemic hit, like everything else, they were sent home and they had to stay there. So we said we're going to go into them, uh, into their living rooms, and join them where they are and gather them together. So this was the, one of the first coaches online coaches Bible studies that we had. And we had those once a month, once a, every couple of weeks. I don't even remember. It was a year ago. And what that did was it helped us to bridge the gap to people that we really needed to bridge the gap to. Each one of those people that you see up there represents some local school or college, every different sport you can imagine, but they're all faithful followers of Christ. All the way from up from Holton all the way down to Southern Maine. So we were able to use the technology that we had to actually utilize it to, to reach out and to grab them by the hand and say, let's walk through this together. Let's, get this, let's move through this pandemic together because no one can do it alone. If anything has been taught to us through this pandemic is that we can't 
do it alone. Amen? So that's what this is doing. This is what FCA decided we are going to do for our coaching community. Go ahead to the next one. FCA stepped up for a little while and just said, let's keep things interesting. So who here is a Patriots fan? Anyone a Patriots fan? Uh, ben Watson was our MC for what we had, what we called huddle, the huddle up. So they would have coaches, athletes, professional, college, just to talk about how they, their faith is sustaining them through the pandemic. And they had, we had thousands, thousands turning out for this. People who didn't know that Ben Watson was a Christian or didn't know that you could use sports in such a way like this. And that really helped us to drive roots down too because there's a lot of local kids that would tune in because Ben Watson was leading. What's he going to talk about? Well, he's going to talk about Christ. That's pretty cool. Go ahead to the next thing. We tried, oh, we tried to uh, keep, keep engaged with students, but when you're a student and you're used to being around everyone all week long and then suddenly you're in your living room or you're in your bedroom alone all the time and you have to be online day after day after day, hour after hour, trying to get school done. They don't want to tune into a they don't want to tune into Zoom for one more thing. So we tried a couple of huddles. We had men's huddles, we had women's huddles, we had college huddles, we just had anyone that would show up huddles, but they all kind of just petered out after a while because who wants to stare at a screen again for another half hour, 45 minutes? Thankfully, though, God saw to it to allow us to open up. Go ahead to the next one. This here is a picture of our very first coach's breakfast. This is something I think that I could, we could see all over Maine because this is getting coaches together and getting them into the Word together. Um, what I'm looking at up there is, again, we're talking youth coaches, local high school coaches, college coaches, anything from tennis to soccer to football, all getting together, sharing a meal, and going into Scripture together. Then they're taking that empowerment and they're taking it back to their team to try and teach them the principles of the, of the gospel wherever and however they can. Go ahead to the next one. We started some local... We've had some local entities of coaches start up Bible studies. I'm going through Philippians from a... I, every, every coach in the study has gotten a coach's Bible and we're going through this devotional book on the Christ-pursuing coach through the book of Philippians. We're doing it together bi-weekly. Um, just tremendous conversations. People who don't really have that relationship with Christ are learning more about him because of other coaches around him because we're pulling them together. God has done all of this. I just get to ride the wave of what he's doing. Go ahead to the next one. Now that we're in our new fiscal year and new school year, we're revamping our coach's breakfast. So if you are watching online or if you're here, you know a coach or you are a coach. A coach's breakfast is something that's very easy to do. You just find a place that you can have it, find a way to get food, and then have someone speak and bring the gospel. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's about fellowship and it's about bringing the faith element into it. When they get excited, when a coach gets excited about anything, they will help things start on a school level that we could never do. We've seen so many Bible studies in schools, particularly I'm thinking my friend Mike in New Hampshire, he had 25 huddles start one year because coaches were going to coaches' breakfast and Bible studies getting exciting, saying, I want to start something at my school, and they go back and they start. It's 
where it all begins. It's just building those relationships with the people who have the influence. So what we're doing with our breakfast now is we're still meeting, but we're talking very poignantly about Scripture. We're actually going to discuss the encounters in Scripture with Jesus. And we're going to drive coaches to it. This is what it was like when, when the lady who was bleeding for 12 years came and touched his garment. Or what happened when Damascus Road happened with Saul. These encounters are stuff that we can learn. We can teach to these coaches and help them to drive deeper into Christ. And go ahead to the next one. And we're using it as a sign-up to do an in-depth Bible study with the Master Book of Evangelism. Because every coach, all of us are called, no matter what our calling is in life, all of us are called to promote the gospel. We're called to bring it everywhere we go. Coaches, the big thing is, if they talk about it too much or in the wrong context, they could land themselves in trouble. I mean, I work with two private colleges right now. I work with Bowdoin Bates College. If anyone starts preaching Bible out on the practice field, that could be a death sentence for their career. So how do they do that? Well, we're going to go through this book together, and we're going to see how we can do that in an area that doesn't want us to do it. The world doesn't want us to talk about God anymore. The pandemic, I heard, uh, I heard a stat from my, my pastor that said up to one-third of churches could close their doors because of this pandemic in New England. One-third. We passed by how many churches that are closed doors now, just coming from Richmond. So what do we do? We find ways to get the gospel into where it needs to go. And this is what we're doing with this. Go ahead to the next one. What you're looking at here is actually uh, the drive of college students that want to further their life right now. One of the things I get to do is I get to work with college students primarily and help them become better students and better Christians. Um, We went through a Throughout the summer, I had up to 10 athletes tune in for a weekly Bible study, either in Galatians or we went through a leadership, a biblical leadership training. And those kids are now walking closer to Christ on those dark college campuses than ever before. One of the things that God is bringing to fruition. I could go on and on about what SCA really is doing, but go to the next one. What I ask of you guys is just to keep praying for FCA because there's a lot of holes specifically in Maine that we need to fill. I talked about the staffing needs. Getting up, I live in Richmond now, so getting up to Camden is not as easy as it once was. I, don't, I can't remember, honestly, the last time I was in the area. But I love this area. And I, I, we have had gospel move in the schools before, in the public schools before. But those people have graduated to move on, so what do we do now? We start from the ground up but we need someone here who can do it, give it a lot better service than I can with my time. So pray for FCA, Justin. We get the staffing and the resources we need to continue to grow because it's not about sports. Sports is cool. Sports is cool, let's face it. But the gospel is important. And if we can use sports to bring the gospel to every coach, every athlete, every fan, every parent, then we got to do that. Um, one of the things I want to do also is, is I have it on my mission in the last few years is to train up people to be character coaches, which is basically like a little, which is like a volunteer minister on the field with a team. 
they're there to serve and they're there to encourage. And then if someone shows interest in faith, you're there to talk to them about the gospel. I want to train up people to do that. The easiest way that the church can win is by reaching out to where people are. They're not coming into these doors anymore on their own. They're just not. We have to go get them. That's what missions is all about. That's where we can help you. So if anyone's interested in that kind of a training, let me know. I'd be happy to teach you. what I, I'm, I'm on the practice field with the Bates football team every week because God just opened one little door and I've been able to serve and build relationships with everyone on that field. They know I'm there. They know I love them. And now they know because of the service I've given them, they know why I love them because God loves me. And I can give that to them. That could be some of you guys. For Camden Hills, for Madamas, wherever you live. You could be on the field with the coach's permission. And just be someone who is there to love those kids. And hopefully love them into heaven. So thank you for the time. Thank you for your friendliness. As I said when I came in, when I was greeted at the door. This is a very warm place. There are some cold churches out there. I will admit, there are cold churches, so I don't mean temperature-wise. <laughs> I mean, this is Maine. Let's get used to it, right? But um, I've always felt welcome here, and um, I thank you guys for, from the bottom of my heart. We couldn't do this without you, so thank you.